live around the globe. It's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bare man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Email the program at info at rudymaxa.com or follow us on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. And now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World. Welcome to 2016, everyone. We hope you've been experiencing a pleasant holiday week traveling with your family or friends. This is Rudy Max's World with Robert and Mary Carey, the first broadcast of 2016. Uh, Today, we're going to hold on to 2015 for just a bit longer as we look back at some of the top moments that Rudy, Mary, and I have enjoyed over the past year. It's going to be a fun show. 2015 certainly was a good year for all of us, a lot of travel. It was was. a great year, and that's what's coming up. But first to start the show today, since we are in a new year, we thought we'd talk to you about the top travel stories from 2015 and talk about what's ahead this year. Yeah, I think that we will do that. Certainly travel, listen, travel is always news, and news always impacts travel. For 2015, all of us, we off the top of our head, we can think of some of the big stories. And clearly, we have to start with the November ISIS terrorist attack in Paris that killed 129 people. People. Travel to Paris is down considerably. You know, Mary, we, we know personally. November we, was rough, yeah. It was, but we, we're planning a trip to Paris in April mm-hmm. with the show. Uh, and we've been questioning to go or not to go. Uh, it's had a big impact. I think it certainly puts a question in people's minds, but it is so important to be responsible when you travel and be aware, but to, to travel and to not let scenarios and tragedies like that stop you from traveling. uh, One of the big travel news stories, certainly, from the industry standpoint, was Marriott's $12.2 billion purchase of Starwood resorts and hotels. That's going to have a major impact on the hospitality industry for years to come. I was actually in Chicago meeting with Hyatt uh, for this show when that deal happened. And what was interesting is the Hyatt folks, they felt that they were going to be the acquirer of Starwood. Right. You Uh, mentioned that, yeah. Yeah. They they thought they were competing against a Chinese firm. Mm -hmm. But then Marriott kind of swooped in and trumped them all. Yeah. And our longtime sponsor, Orbitz, was also acquired in 2015 by Expedia. As that company continues to grow and now dominates the OTA area of the travel industry, Expedia started the year back in January buying Travelocity for $280 million from the airline reservation company Sabre Corp. Then in February came the Orbitz acquisition for $1.2 billion. And to end the year with an exclamation point, a big one, they capped off 2015 by buying HomeAway in November the big uh, vacation rental website yeah, right. for $3.9 billion. Combined, <laughs> listen to this, that's around $5.3 billion in acquisitions for Expedia in 2015. That's yeah. not a bad year. Yeah, Expedia certainly is a wash in cash, yeah. uh, although they've, they've spread it around, certainly. Uh, you know, lo- looking around, again, at other industry sectors, United Airlines, I would say, certainly would be the airline yeah. for our 2015. All over the news. They continue to try to assimilate after the merger with Continental Airlines, uh, and they certainly have had their challenges with that. But they went through three CEOs in 2015. Uh, Hopefully, it'll just be one, well, maybe one and a half uh, for for 2016. So first, Jeff uh, Smizek, he was terminated after a corruption investigation into the airline trading favors with the New York Port Authority surfaced. Then their board made an unexpected pick in choosing Oscar Munoz back in September. He's a former railroad executive to be their new CEO. And after just three weeks 
on the job, as we've reported on the show, uh, he suffered a heart attack, and he'll be out until at least February. That's when Bret Hart, uh, United's general counsel, was named acting CEO. So United will certainly be a company to keep an eye on in 2016. Once, once Oscar's back on the job uh, sometime next month. Yes, and unfortunately, we could also talk about the uh, German Wings tragedy back in March or the strikes against their parent company, Lufthansa, that have thankfully been settled, at least for now. But let's go a little lighter and start the year off with the demise of the selfie sticks. We actually did a segment earlier in 2015 on the rising <laughs> of the selfie and sticks. I'm, I'm not a big and fan of them. You were not a fan then. I'm happy you're to hear you say now. the demise. And now uh, they're just, you know, you're not seeing them as much. But, but and, why, why uh, do you say that? Why do you think well, the demise has occurred? And I think we talked about this last year. I believe it started. This was one of the hottest travel gadgets of the year for 2014. And then 2015 is when it really started to go downhill for them. Theme parks, sports stadiums and arenas, museums, theaters began banning them. Many venues. And not to mention the freak accidents that occurred in 2015 with people just stepping a little too far back near, well, that's true. near cliffs. Or weaponry. Uh, yeah, as a weapon. absolutely. So um, not so sure that that trend... So the dem- my 2015 is, is the demise of the selfie stick. I say it was the stick. demise of the selfie stick, yeah. All right. Well, that, that, that's what. Uh, so what, if I asked you, Mary, what do you anticipate a year from now when we're sitting here uh, we'll be discussing regarding 2016? Well, hopefully we'll have some really interesting, really enticing, great travel stories. Uh, one of the things I think that we will see this year is continued conversation on travel security and security and travel. And I'm not just talking about the airports. I think we're going to see changes in stadiums, arenas, large venue areas uh, where bags will be checked. I just think we're going to see a lot a lot more insecurity. Yeah, this I think year. probably as certainly as we head into, as, you know, uh, we already had one example. Yeah, recently. I, 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 there's a, there's a lot. Well, exactly, when we, we did. On- we went up to see Jerry Seinfeld mm-hmm. uh, at the Foxwood Casino mm-hmm. Hotel, uh, the, the grand theater that they have, mm-hmm. and we had to go through long security line. It was crazy. We were wanted. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Bags so I, I actually, you know, thinking about that, I probably would agree with that. You know, I just saw right before Christmas, as a matter of fact, that the all three of the Orlando theme parks, uh, mm-hmm. probably the Cali- all, all the parks, uh, maybe in California as well, but Orlando certainly, for 2016, you're now going to have to go through metal detectors to get in when entering. So, And they've added to their banned item list, so you're right. going to want to check into that. Right. Um, I know hotels and resorts are beefing up security. You know, I don't know personally, I, I just think it's sad. I mean, all of this, uh, it's just sad to me because we're losing freedoms and, you know, the terrorists, that are, we, we don't want to start off on a negative note, clearly. But terrorism certainly is, it has to be defeated. All right, so here's what we have coming up for you as we look back at our top moments for 2015. Next, Mary and I will take you to the tarmac at JFK with JetBlue to see what really happens from the moment a plane touches down until they turn it around for another takeoff. That was a lot of fun. I remember that was a cold <laughs> winter day back well, in was. February on the tarmac yeah, at were. JFK. Yeah, and we're that not, uh, not going to get a chance to share going underneath, underneath the airport right, where all the luggage. luggage. That yeah, was, that that's was a whole interesting, thing. too. Uh, at the bottom of the hour, 33 after the hour, we're going to head back to Iceland where we broadcasted this show from back in April. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah, but Iceland's a great country. The part that I remember the most is I actually here got, we go. yeah, I got Mary to fly on a helicopter with <laughs> yep. me for the first time in 20 years. We went to this steaming glacier for an interview. It was certainly memorable. And what I will remember most, uh, Captain Edgar yeah. and Mary are now yeah. best of friends. Yeah, it was a great flight. It was. Um, all right, around 40 past the hour, Rudy, Mary, and I will take our turns at flying a Boeing 737-200 simulator. 
And I think the results of that are going to surprise you. Oh, I don't think it'll surprise you don't our so? audience at all. No. R- really? Uh-uh. Okay. Nope. All right. So, you're going to have to stick yeah. uh, stick around for that. It'll be about 40 <laughs> after. We'll see about that. Mary's enjoying this already. Let's just uh, say I'm better on the ground than in the air with, with flights. Yeah, that's probably a good mm-hmm. way to put it. And to be a little different this New Year's weekend, MJ Gottlieb will be here with Rudy to share trips without booze if you're so inclined. Do you think mm. do you think that's popular? Yeah. I, you know, that's um, if you're a recovering alcoholic. Absolutely. I personally have never heard of this, so I'm, I, and I don't recall this interview. I'm curious. I'd like to hear it again. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. And actually, our second hour might be better than this first one, but I don't want to tease that too much, and I'll let all of you out there listening decide that. We really appreciate you being here with us on this holiday weekend, and we'll take you to the tarmac at JFK starting in three minutes. To participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. Like to look your best when you travel? Hate the flimsy Ziploc bags that TSA requires? Well, the innovative Lolly Zip Kit solves all of that for you. Lolly Zip is designed to easily pack your own personal care products efficiently with no leakage or mess. Lolly Zip Kits are quart size, come with wide mouth silicone squeeze bottles, multiple half ounce jars, a nifty spray bottle, small funnel, and a handy spatula. Lolly Zip makes a great holiday gift, and you'll save 20% with promo code RUDY when you go to lollyzip.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Savvy travelers know that there are river cruises, and then there are river cruises aboard the award-winning Emerald Waterways. You've heard Rudy, Mary, and me talking about Emerald for some time now. They offer excellent value and amenities not found with the competition. Their ships have onboard pools and cinemas, an innovative open-air system in all cabins on the Vista and Horizon decks, all gratuities, shore excursions, Wi-Fi, beer and wine, port charges. They're all included. Order your free brochure today at emeraldwaterways.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Are you looking for some inspiration to help you get delicious dinners on the table every night, especially during this busy holiday season? Well, consider emails.com. For just a few dollars a month, emails.com will deliver delicious recipes with a corresponding grocery list right to your inbox or a free phone app. Take the stress out of planning, shopping, and cooking, especially during this busy time of the year. Right now, you can get emails.com for free for two weeks. Go to emails.com to get your free trial or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. Are you looking for a special holiday gift or do you enjoy eating the best of the best? WeBeMeat.com has been serving quality meats and seafood to the finest restaurants across the country for years. Now available online, this family-owned business offers the highest quality fresh meats and seafood delivered right to your door. Make someone's holiday extra special or treat yourself to the freshest meat and seafood available online. Visit WeBeMeat.com and use promo code RUDY to save 20%. That's WeBeMeat.com or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. Robert Carey wishing you a happy, healthy, and prosperous 2016 from all of us on the show. What follows is an encore presentation. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. 
It's 18 past the hour here in Rudy Max's world with Robert and Mary Carey, and we're on location at Kennedy International Airport. Actually, Mary and I are on the active ramp to share firsthand all the moving parts of airport ground operations. Special thanks to JetBlue Airways and their team for granting us this access and providing the Rudy Max's world audience an exclusive look at their ground and baggage operations. You know, if you think about it, for many of us, we just show up at the airport, check in, go through security, maybe visit an airport lounge or grab a quick bite to eat, board our flight, and if the stars are all aligned correctly, we end up at our intended destination on time and ready to go. But who and what make our flight a success? Once our plane lands from a previous trip, there's an array of items that must occur for our flight to be a success. Things like ensuring the gate is clear for our aircraft, the arrival team unloading the plane, the cleaning team, the catering team, refueling and maintenance folks, baggage and freight loading, to the new crew, required inspections, and more. Joining us is JetBlue's Anthony LaCastro, the general manager at JFK for ground operations, and Ozzie David, manager of ground system operations. Guys, thanks for joining us on Rudy Max's World today and allowing us this exclusive access into your operations. JFK is one of the busiest airports in the world. How many flights are you and your team having to manage from touchdown to takeoff on a given day? Well, on any given day, we have anywhere from, on the low side, 140 flights to upwards of 171 flights per day. Uh, and that's in our peak season. Uh, so it's pretty much, you know, it, it's that's a daily uh, grind that we have to deal with. And we're talking about, these are inbound and outbound flights. So uh, primarily turns, meaning the aircraft comes in, uh, we service the aircraft, we put on the bags of the aircraft, we lock it up, we get it ready for pushback, and then that, that aircraft now pushes out and takes off, and uh, this is all day long. So, Asi, uh, let, let me ask you the question. Take us briefly through each step from the moment an inbound plane lands until it's ready for wheels up. How many different operations must occur, and how many people are we talking about? All right, well, I'll take you through two of them, uh, the okay. cleaning of the aircraft, and the carrying of the aircraft. I can aircraft. see one is getting ready to take off right here yeah, behind definitely. us. Definitely, so what is leaving now. But I'll let Pat take you to the rest of the operation that take place. So what, once the aircraft comes in and the, pass, the customers are off the aircraft, then the cleaning team gets on the aircraft to clean that aircraft. And we're talking about from two to six people um, depending on the aircraft type. So the smaller aircraft, the E-190, that'll have two people. And the larger aircraft, for example, the Mint aircraft, it has six or seven people on there. And they'll get on vacuum, labs, cleaning the seats, and getting the aircraft ready for the flight out. And they pretty much have just a couple of minutes to do that. So it ranges from five to 10 minutes to get that aircraft prepped and ready to get out of here um, for the next flight. And then on the catering side of so it. So just five to 10 minutes. That, that is it, that is it. Wow. I mean, the turn time is so uh, short that each group only has a little bit amount of time to get things done. And depending on what is happening on that aircraft, for example, if there's gum in the seat or something like that, biohazard, then you know it will take more time, we'll eat into uh, more time. But generally speaking, we're talking about five to 10 minutes to get the aircraft clean and out. And then on the catering side, uh, similarly, they have more time so once the aircraft gets in, the caterers get on, and we're talking about two individuals now, business partners, they get on the aircraft and they'll remove all the snacks and the beverages, etc., that came in, all the ice, that kind of stuff. And then they'll put on fresh stuff for the outbound flight. And depending on where that aircraft is going, for example, if it's going to an LAX or a San Francisco, these are meant flights, they'll also board food. Uh, for the uh, customers. Right, right. So, yeah. what, what operation do you plan the most time for? Um, probably the catering. 
for, for me, probably with catering uh, because there's so much involved with it. And it starts pretty much from the day before. So in terms of preparation of the food, that's a 24-hour process. So you have to start cooking the food and making the food 24 hours prior. So it starts the day before, really. And then it just continues until the aircraft pushes away. And it could even go further, for example, you know, if you have an aircraft that returns to the gate uh, for some reason, then we have to go on and put on dry ice, keep the food fresh and that kind of stuff. So uh, catering definitely takes uh, more time in terms of the preparation. Okay, Anthony, you have several types of aircraft to manage here. Are there certain ground operation teams that are assigned to certain types of aircraft or can everyone work on any aircraft that comes in or goes out? Well, you're right. We do have uh, several types of aircraft. We have an uh, Embraer 190 that we, it's a 100-seat aircraft. And we also have an A320, which is a 150-seat aircraft, up to our A321, uh, which is much larger aircraft, 190 seats. So any one of our crew members is able to take care of these uh, processes for each one of these flights. We also do have a, an um, A330 that we do service, and that is a more specialized crew that will uh, be loading the aircraft. Uh, and this is because they utilize cans and dollies and loaders, whereas opposed to these uh, 190s and the 320s, it's more of a traditional method. It's just bags and bag carts. Uh, but for the most part, yes, every one of our crew members can um, work any one of these flights. Do you have backup crew ready to go if somebody is out sick? We are sufficiently staffed, uh, and this is one of the things that our managers look at uh, first thing when they get in. They'll look at their rosters, how many people they do have, uh, so yes, we're always uh, sufficiently staffed. So there's generally a lot of chatter about cleanliness of planes, the intervals between the deep cleaning when a plane is taken out of service versus the once-overs that occur between flights. What is your typical turnaround focus on? Yeah, the, the turn clean, that, that is uh, more so, that is definitely not a deep clean. A deep clean happens on the overnight process and then on a 30-day interval. Right. So on the overnight process, the Ron aircraft, the aircraft that remains overnight, uh, the team will get on and they'll spend a couple of hours uh, cleaning that aircraft thoroughly. So, you know, during the turn process, they're not doing things like window shades and stuff like that. On the overnight process, you can get more in-depth with the cleaning, spend more time with it, do the window shades, the, the tray tables, the seat backs, the vacuum, the labs. On the turn process, it's shorter. Like I said before, you only have five to ten minutes. Uh, so they, um, they try to get as much done as so possible. So we all fly a lot. When, you know, you're getting off a plane, you see the clean team coming on as we're deplaning. Tell us, when people leave things behind, whether it's the smartphone, whether it's computer, whether it's a kid's favorite toy or something, what's the process that you go through to try and reunite the lost item with the passenger? Well, we definitely try to get it to the customer as soon as we can. So once you, you'll notice with the JetBlue flight, so when the flight comes in, uh, the crew members and the non-rev uh, customers that are on board the aircraft, they'll start cleaning the aircraft as customers are deplaning. So if something is found, they'll take it to the front and they'll give it to an AO crew member or they'll give it to the captain or you know someone up front who will then, if the customer is there, give it to the customer. If not, the customer more than likely will report the item uh, missing in the terminal somewhere and we'll try to get it to them. We also have a loss to the farm where we can take the item to loss of file and still try to reach out to the customer and try to get it to that customer, especially if we know which seat it came from, we know who was sitting in that seat, we can try to get that stuff back. So what are some things that we can do, that passengers and flyers can do to help you guys? What are some things that you'd like to see passengers doing a little bit more of to help you out? Oh boy, I have a long list. A long but list? I'll, There's I'll only about a million and a half people listening. Come on. Yeah, no, no. I'm record saying all our customers are great and they uh, always do They great. all are. They all are. <laughs> but uh, seriously, um, you know, one of the things that will really help us turn the aircraft quicker is when the uh, in-flight crew members are coming down the aisle, ask 
asking for the trash. You know, give them everything that you need, um, that you need to toss out. Uh, don't try not to leave too many things in the seat back pocket. That only drives time. So definitely give them as much as you can. And then once you're uh, leaving the aircraft, everyone will get off. Uh, no need to rush. <laughs> so take your time, you know, trying to get off the plane. We've seen some instances where people are trying to rush and get off the aircraft. From my perspective, that's what I'll say. I don't know if you have sure. any All right. During crew changes, when the pilot or the co-pilot does the exterior inspection, of the airplane. Is there a member of your crew that walks with the pilot? We also have uh, uh, an inspection of the outside of the aircraft for security purposes. However, as you saw, the captain did come down. He yes. did his walk around, yeah, made sure he did a visual inspection, and we we're held to that standard. So we do one upstairs on board the aircraft. We do one downstairs as well. When you're refueling, and I realize obviously the different planes are going to take different amounts of fuel, how much of a reserve are you putting on these planes? Does it, is it based on the destination or is it based on the type of plane? It's certainly uh, all, all of those things. It's okay. the route, uh, the destination, um, weather conditions, type of aircraft, weather conditions, uh, what it looks like to, at the airport that day. So there's a lot of things that go into it, actually. Last question for us, because I know we're coming to the end of the segment. Has the DOT rule 199.09 that penalizes carriers for tarmac delays of more than three hours impacted your operations and how you turn planes around? Uh, it certainly has. Uh, we have a rule, an internal rule, where if an aircraft's out there for two hours, we're already looking to bring it back. Uh, we don't want to go to the three-hour rule. I think it's uh, something that inconveniences our customers as, as well as our crew. So it's something that we, we've held dear prior to that rule being into effect. Uh, but it just, it just does make you look at it from a different perspective, uh, make sure that you're doing everything in your, uh, your ability to get that aircraft out safely and in a timely manner. Ozzy, Anthony, thanks very much. I know, Anthony, you'll be sticking around for the next segment coming up on baggage handling that we have. When we come back, we're going to head inside, which will be, that's just going to be nice. We'll share where luggage goes after check-in, how it makes connecting flights, what additional security it receives, and what's the best way to locate your bags if they don't arrive when you do. Mary and I return in three minutes. Join Rudy Max's world by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We're coming right back. Christmas and the holidays with Chord Buddy and Chord Buddy Jr. are perfect. Do you love music? Want to learn to play the guitar or know someone who does? Get the system voted number one. If you can press a button, you're on your way. Chord Buddy will literally have you or your family or friends playing music the very first day. As you improve, simply remove the chord-making buttons like training wheels on a bicycle. It's so easy. And for the kids, there's the popular Chord Buddy Jr. To buy a Chord Buddy as a holiday gift or learn more, visit ChordBuddy.com or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. When you book your next trip with Orbitz, you can get Orbitz rewards and then use your rewards instantly. Get it, use it. Now, to remember this, we wrote you a dramatic poem. Get it, use it. 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 Book your trip with Orbitz, get Orbitz rewards, and use them instantly. Only on Orbitz. Orbitz rewards. Instant vacation gratification. Learn more today by visiting Orbitz.com rewards. This is Mary Carey wishing you a happy and healthy 2016. From all of us on the show, what follows is an encore presentation. 
phone lines are always open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at RudyMaxa.com. Now, back to Rudy Maxa's World. It is 33 past the hour, and this indeed is Rudy Max's World with Robert and Mary Carey coming to you from Iceland. So during the week, Mary and I had an opportunity to do something together that she hasn't done in 20 years. We flew to a geothermal mountain aboard a Bell 407 helicopter to land on its frozen tundra as steam from the earth surrounded us. It was very cool. The views are awesome, and we'll be posting them on Rudy Max's social media channels and YouTube channels and so forth. We've got a video coming of our trip here. But we wanted to try and take you all there with us. So here goes. So we've just landed, joining us right now from Hilo Helicopter, Disa Thorvalds-Dotir and our captain, Egert Akali. Thanks for joining us today on Rudy Max's World. Thank you. Thank you. So I swore about 20 years ago that I would never get on a helicopter again. And, and, and you haven't. And I haven't. I've, I've held to that. I've said no many times, but we had an interview today on a glacier in a geothermal area, so I couldn't say no to that. So uh, I would first like to thank you for a beautiful ride. You're most welcome. Um, tell us a little bit about Hilo Helicopters and what you do. Uh, we're helicopter operators in Iceland doing uh, sightseeing tours. Uh, we do both standard tours and, and also custom-made tours. Well, tell us, tell us, where are we standing right now? Uh, we're standing at Henkitl. It's an old volcano and an active geothermal area. It's not far away from the city. A really beautiful area with uh, great views and spe spectacular scenery. You could not have picked a better area. We are standing here, the geothermal steam coming out of the earth to watch. And the fact that you got Mary on a helicopter after 20 years, something I've been trying to do, you're a better man than me at this point. So, Disa, uh, tell, tell us, because I was fascinated. It had an opportunity to come over last year in advance to scout out some opportunities for this broadcast. Tell us about the company, what you offer, and as you're talking to our American audience around the country, what are you offering them? Well, we are a small family-run company, but we offer high-end services. So the experience is uh, smooth and luxurious from you know very beginning to the end. We pick you up, we fly from the domestic airport. And the aircraft, which we love, the Bell 407, I mean, is, is our favorite on the show. So yeah, well, we, we operate this beautiful machine that you see here behind me <laughs> that Accurate is flying. And uh, yeah, well, it came here to Iceland brand new from the box 2012. <laughs> and it is specially modified with uh, floor-to-ceiling bubbly windows that give you this special view. It allows you almost to hang out, if you will. Yeah, well, if you lean out to the side and look downwards, you almost you, you, you see straight down. You do. You yeah, feel you like you're so, yeah, so it's The bird's a, eye view. Yeah, and everybody has a good scene in there. And it takes six people, and, and then we can also rent other helicopters, but this is what we specialize in. And as, as I just said, we have those uh, tours that you can share with others from one to six people. Then we can rent other helicopters for bigger groups. And then we can also tailor, tailor make tours if, wherever you want to go. We can pick you up anywhere in Iceland, and we can fly wherever you want to go. And, and, and you also get an opportunity to see Iceland in a way that you can't any other way. You can take a ground tour, you could take a car and drive and so forth, but to see it from the air and to do what we've just done right now and to drop in here, uh, we couldn't get here. But I mean, I guess theoretically we could probably snowmobile here. It would take us hours. But, well, yeah, uh, and you could walk. We yeah, can we take well, places <laughs> that you could walk. But, you know, for the most efficient way to see Iceland, the best way to experience Tell it. Tell us about the company, though. What I loved the fact is, so your husband started the business. 
business, and then what happened? Well, he uh, he is a fixed-wing pilot, so this is more of a passion of him. But when he got this beautiful machine behind me, the Bell 407, I, I came into the company. You know, I was getting a little bit worried <laughs> about what he was doing. So, <laughs> so I've been I've been here since 2012, since the since the um, helicopter arrived. Are there a lot of women in this business here in Iceland, or are you? No, no. actually, no. In in the airline business, well, there are women, but mm-hmm. uh, and I think I am. Well, I know I'm presently the only woman that is an accountable manager yeah. in Iceland. So no, you two are a great team. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm lucky to have those guys with me, but I'm a little bit alone with the guys here. <laughs> what I'd love to know what your favorite area is to fly over in Iceland. Oh, uh, there's a lot of nice areas, mm-hmm. uh, but probably uh, there's a large geothermal area called Torvajökulsvæði, close to a spot called Landmannalaugar. It has these beautiful colors in the southern parts of, of mid-Iceland. Okay. So, so it's it's our largest geothermal area. It's now yeah. luckily been turned into a national park. So so. And you were saying earlier what we're looking at and, and what everyone will see on Facebook, this is all snow covered now. How does it look in the summer? Yeah, I, I uh, usually say to my passengers that you have to visit Iceland twice. Right. Once in wintertime and, and once in summertime because the difference is, is so large. It's it's completely different from winter to summer. And and the nice thing about flying in Iceland is that the landscape changes. It's mm-hmm. from the black beaches to the glaciers and, and to the mossy uh, lava fields. It's the, uh, the range of colors is just incredible. So you will see green in this area in the summertime? This area is, yeah. is completely completely green in the summertime. Now it's covered in its snow and, and completely white. Well, thank you very much, Egger. Disa, thank you very much for the opportunity. And most importantly, when we fly in the future, wherever we take Rudy Max's world, Hilo Helicopter will be the one that got Mary back airborne. Yes. So thank you so <laughs> much you to both of you. All right. Well, thank you guys. It was a pleasure flying with you. Thank, thank you. you. So special thanks to Disa Thorvalsdottir and Mary's favorite new pilot, Eggert Ackerley of Hilo Helicopter Service. Check them out at Hilo.is. That's Hilo, H-E-L-O dot I-S. I've flown with them now on two separate occasions. They're outstanding. And if you come to Iceland, we recommend them. When we come back, we'll take you to the world-famous geothermal Blue Lagoon Spa, where they're working to reverse the aging process. Mary and I are back in three minutes. Join Rudy Max's world by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at RudyMaxa.com. We're coming right back. The holidays are here, and MyPillow.com is intent on making things merry. Listen to this. Now through the end of the year, buy four MyPillows for the price of one. You'll get two classic MyPillows and two go-anywhere MyPillows for the price of just one MyPillow. They're also extending their normal 60-day money-back guarantee through March 1st. Made in America, each MyPillow can be washed and dried and comes with a 10-year warranty not to go flat. Just visit MyPillow.com, select radio specials, and enter promo code RUDY. That's MyPillow.com or RudyMaxa.com, promo code RUDY. What would an extra $250 a month mean to you? For some, it's a little financial breathing room. For others, it's a car payment, a home repair, or help with college tuition. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans, and I've got some great news if you're looking to save money on your mortgage. All it takes is a simple phone call to Quicken Loans at 800-QUICKEN to see if you qualify for the government's Home Affordable Refinance Program, or HARP. Folks who refinance with HARP can save an average of $250 a month. That's $3,000 a year. Our home loan experts fully understand the HARP guidelines, and they'll walk you through our streamlined process. 
And for six years in a row now, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction. And for the second year in a row, they've also ranked us highest in mortgage servicing. Call 800-QUICKEN or visit quickenloans.com. Visit jdpower.com for award information. Call for cost information and conditions. Equalizing lender license in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Geico applauds your inner happy camper. A merit badge of awesomeness goes out to the part of you that wants to put the recreation in recreational vehicle. The part of you that packs up everything and everybody in the RV and says, let's get this show on the road. Because GEICO has specialized agents who help save money on more than just car insurance. GEICO will insure that entire RV so you can get the s'more-making, poison ivy-dodging, same song singing, ghost storytelling, campfire building, best time you ever had with your family, show on the road. GEICO for your RV. See how much you could save. This holiday season, give the most eternal, unique gift of the year. Name a star after someone. I'm Rocky Mosell with International Star Registry. For $54 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com, we'll name a star after anyone on your gift list. The star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office, and we will send an incredible personalized gift package. Call the Star Registry, 800-282-3333 or visit starregistry.com for the gift that shines forever. Savvy travelers know that there are river cruises, and then there are river cruises aboard the award-winning Emerald Waterways. You've heard Rudy, Mary, and me talking about Emerald for some time now. They offer excellent value and amenities not found with the competition. Their ships have onboard pools and cinemas, an innovative open-air system in all cabins on the Vista and Horizon decks, all gratuities, shore excursions, Wi-Fi, beer and wine, port charges. They're all included. Order your free brochure today at emeraldwaterways.com or rudymaxa.com under sponsors. We hope you're enjoying a safe and fun New Year's weekend. This is Robert Carey, and what follows is an encore presentation. Call anytime, 800-387-8025, or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world. Where it's 43 past the hour. Welcome back as Robert, Mary, and I come to you today live from the Delta Flight Museum in Atlanta at Atlanta's Atlanta's Hartsfield International Airport. This portion of the show is sponsored by MyPillow.com for the very best sleep of your life. Get a MyPillow. They're guaranteed to give you the best sleep or your money back. And right now, you can take advantage of their special buy one, get one free offer when you enter the promo code RUDY, that's R-U-D-Y, at checkout. Now, we are all liking our MyPillows, all of us who are on the show, and I think you will too, or MyPillow will give you your money back. Just visit MyPillow.com, enter R-U-D-Y, RUDY, at checkout, or you can go to the radio show uh, website, homepage, RudyMaxa.com, and look under sponsors. Now, if you're an aviation buff and you want to know what it's like to train as a commercial airline pilot or to fly a Boeing jet, this is the place you want to come to. Located here within the Delta Flight Museum is the only commercial flight simulator open to the public anywhere. This is not a video game, believe me. It's not some stripped-down model. This is the real McCoy, a real flight simulator that pilots train on. Yesterday, Robert, Mary, and I had a chance to fly a Boeing 737-200 in, uh, simulator and to test out our own pilot skills. <laughs> that didn't go so well. I don't think we call ourselves that. But we put the word skills in quotes here, right. Yeah. Joining us is Delta's Mike Raftus to discuss that experience that, as I say, you can participate in as well. 
Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you. Glad to be here. So our teenage sons have not stopped talking about this simulator. And we also, Rudy, Robert, and I, enjoyed it. Um, I don't think we fared quite as well as our our boys did. (laughs) Um, It is certainly not a video game. Tell us a little bit about uh, this simulator and the experience offered to people and what they're really going to get in it. Okay. Well, this is a... uh Level D flight simulator, which means when the pilots finish training in this, they can go directly to a revenue flight. Wow. It's a very accurate simulation. Mm-hmm. The visual and the motion and the sound and, and everything, everything works in the simulator. Uh, it's about 15 years old. It was built in 1998 at a cost of, I think, around $12 million. Wow. So it's... Uh, so many pilots have stepped into that simulator and Many trains. pilots have been in that simulator. Mm-hmm. It's definitely realistic. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> when we say realistic, I mean, I, when I did my first takeoff, I went off the runway and it, it, there was hell to pay. I mean, noise and... I was strapped in for that. Bouncing. And I mean, you feel the impact and it was scary. Yeah. It was scary because you're looking at these, the entire, the, all the windows in the cockpit. Our, our show what you're, I mean, it's a, it looks like a real picture, like you are really going off a runway, and you believe it. And, and, and because of the vibrations and the sound, you realize you don't ever want to hear that sound or feel those vibrations. The crash sound is kind of bad. Yeah. 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 We had yeah. that on my landing. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, and the landings, too. The yeah. rough, I yeah. mean, depending on how gently you brought the aircraft down, that determined how bad the bounce was. Exactly. I mean, there's no one sort of, oh, here's, here's a bounce when you hit. No. I mean, one, uh, one of us bounced off, you know, bounced down, went back up in the air, bounced back down. Uh, that's why we're not Delta Pilot. Autopilot was fun. Yeah, we liked Autopilot. <laughs> Once we got to the altitude where we could use it. Right. Uh. Yeah. Well, mo- most people think of takeoffs as kind of fun. Flying around is, is okay. And, and the landing is where it gets interesting. And, and, it's a little yeah. more challenging and, and the, stressful, and, maybe. And the computer allows the you, as, as the instructor or helper, to, uh, for example, have us land in San Francisco Airport in thick fog, okay. land in snow, land at any airport. Different around. types of snow and hail can be yeah. thrown at people. It, it, it's amazing. Yeah, we, we didn't do that. No. Yeah, one, we did one <laughs> fog landing in San Francisco, uh, but uh, apparently it can get much worse, right? Yeah, I have about 35 airports, and I have complete control over the visibility, thunderstorms, turbulence. Tur- rain, you can bring turbulence into the picture. Lots of turbulence. Oh, uh, great. Day, you know, time of day, uh, daylight or dusk or night. So quickly, just tell us, give us an experience. Somebody's come here, it just really sticks in your mind uh, of somebody that uh, what they what they told you about. Well, most people, I've heard a lot of people say, really, it, it was well worth what they have spent to do it. Mm-hmm. They, they really, really liked it. Some people are, are shaking pretty bad when they finish, but, but most of them just, you know, do fine. And uh, $450 for an hour, right? I think it's 425 For four people. But I got to say, it's people. absolutely worth it. It's something oh, absolutely worth it. Yeah. 100% it is, worth it's it. Definitely a memorable experience. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but we spend a few minutes talking about, uh, brief them on the instruments, what they're doing, and we usually take off and land. We take off, fly around a little bit, and land. I like to go to Hawaii, and uh, we can take off and fly through a couple of mountains there. Yes, Mary wanted to do that. Yeah. We just didn't. We ran out of time on that. Bob and Mary's son. I couldn't yeah. get there. Bob and Mary's son, of course, being teenagers, they're much better at this, having yeah. played video games all their I, life. I would feel he went under the Verrazano Narrows Bridge with the aircraft. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we great. do that. We do that in New York. Mike, Mike Raftis, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. We really appreciate that. Thank you. All right, up next, and, and if you, if, again, real experience, you got to come, come experience it. Up next, uh, CNN's also the home, uh, also has a home here in Atlanta, and Rudy ventured over there on Thursday. Next, he'll share what he encountered. We're back in three minutes.
Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at RudyMaxa.com. We'll be right back. hope you're enjoying a safe and fun New Year's weekend. This is Mary Carey, and what follows is an encore presentation. 8025, or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. Maybe you'd like to take a trip that doesn't involve alcohol or any other substances, for that matter. Well, on February 5th, there's a new company. It's called Clean Fun Network. And it's going to launch a social community that is designed to be free of all pressures to drink or, as I say, indulge in other substances. And uh, the co-founder, uh, the, or the, his title is Director of Clean, is MJ Gottlieb. Welcome to the show, MJ. Tell me about Clean Fun Network. Is this a website? Is this a travel company? Is it a social website? Is it all of the above? Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, the answer would be all of the above. Uh, uh, Clean Fun Network is the premier community for individuals interested in leading healthy, clean, and fun lifestyles. And it incorporates a travel component, and it incorporates signature events, and then it has an app, which is really the center of our community where everybody can connect. All right. How did this come to be? Because there are folks who say, hey, two glasses of wine a day is very good for you, and there's not going to be any wine on your trips. Is, is, is this aimed at recovering alcoholics? Is it, is, are you and your co-founder in that category, may I ask? Yes, we're both in recovery, but Clean Fun Network are for all people um, that abstain from alcohol and or drugs, whether it be in recovery or they simply uh, don't drink or do drugs for religious or other purposes. And, okay, or healthy you know, purposes, right? Yeah, correct. And, and I thought that the fun would be over as I knew it. And... Everybody was just hanging out in diners and coffee shops, and I am just not a person that enjoys that. So if that you was mean, going you mean, to excuse be, me, excuse me, MJ. I'm sorry to interrupt. You mean when you when you became a recovering alcoholic, you thought, well, your social life, your fun life is over. Exactly. exactly. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. I, I, but however, you found. <laughs> yeah. So so Jimmy uh, uh, got sober around 2007. Um, I started to get soap around the same time, but I decided to experiment for another uh, four or five years. That didn't seem to work out. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, he started uh, throwing uh, sober uh, houses together personally in the Hamptons, uh, in Montauk, and then he expanded it to Puerto Rico uh, and then to Stratton, Vermont. And then we got together about a year ago. And uh, for what he was offering, we wanted to be able to provide those resources, not just on the small level, uh, but be able to uh, provide those resources uh, to the world. So that's how we started talking about scaling the concept. All right, when you say he started sober houses in these different, what do you mean by sober houses? Is just rent a house for vacation yeah, purposes? Yeah, so, so when he got sober... Um, you know, he, he needed to keep that, that fun going, so he, he would uh, uh, do shares in Montauk and bring uh, people that didn't drink or do drugs uh, to the houses, and it kind of organically grew from there. Um, and then after three or four years, we got together, and uh, he, knowing my business background, said, listen, can we scale this thing? Uh, because it was providing such value uh, for people in such a safe environment 
that we really wanted to make it scalable and have those resources available to, to the whole world. Listeners who might not know where Montauk is, it's on the tip of Long Island uh, in the Hamptons, and it's a, it's a beach community and a very nice place. Now, you have sure. upcoming trips to Nicaragua, Chile, Montana, Costa Rica. Are these, are these again, to particular fun houses, or are these a more conventional tour of these places that obviously involves uh, no alcohol or drugs? Yeah, it's, it's uh, absolutely without alcohol or drugs, and we... Uh, we formed a partnership with Absolute Travel, which is 2013's Travel and Leisure World's Best uh, uh, Tour Operator, and they put together in conjunction with Jimmy and I some just extraordinary trips that are all activity-based, whether they be uh, skiing in Chile or surfing in Nicaragua. So they're just action-packed trips. They're phenomenal trips. They did an incredible job. All right, and and this website is the website up now, or is it in beta now? Yep, absolutely. www.cleanfunnetwork.com. All right, and um, do you do what do you do other than trips? Uh, so we do the there's the travel component, and then there's signature events, which are uh, day trips or weekend get getaways that feature sports. Uh, music, hiking, meditation, uh, culinary uh, uh, events. So we're doing uh, a, uh, a yoga. Um, uh, we're doing a yoga one uh, in about a month, and then uh, we're doing a trip to Hunter Mountain uh, for the weekend. So these are all day and weekend uh, getaways, uh, which 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 we're very very excited about, and we're starting that in the New York area and then expanding to two to three locations over the next 12 months. All right. Most interesting. Most interesting. Well, uh, my guest is uh, MG Got MJ Gottlieb. He's the co-founder and director of Clean for Clean Fund Network with his partner, Jimmy Ham. You can find more information by going to cleanfundnetwork.com. MJ, thank you for stopping by. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Very interesting. I never heard of this concept. I always use the expression, good, clean, fun. Oh, it's not always good, clean, fun when I use that concept, but uh, in this case, it is. We're coming to the end of the first hour of Rudy Max's World. If your station's leaving us, which very few of our stations do, I say this almost every week, and I'm glad they don't. Uh, but if your station stick around for the second hour, we're going to take about a six-minute break for some news and commercial messages, I'm sure. We'll come back. we got a lot more travel to talk about. It's a busy weekend. Stick around in Rudy Max's World. I hope you'll be back right after, these, uh, right after this break. Listening to Rudy Max's World, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.